Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to Have You Heard This with the Heavy Rock God and DIY DIY Fiend. <laughs> it's Grimbo. Hello, and uh, I'm also here with the uh, former drag artist, <laughs> Indian Phil. <laughs> I like that one. That deserves a high five. That, that's nice. Well, I want to call this episode four a new hope. A new hope! A new hope, because people will be hoping that it's funny this time. <laughs> there you go, that's, that's, all. that's, that's, my, that's my list done. Oh, is that you finished? That's me finished now. <laughs> it's over to you now. <laughs> over to you. Well, do I, will, what have you been up to this week? Anything have you not been out the house? Because you obviously haven't changed your t-shirt since last week. Well, this is my favourite t-shirt. <laughs> is it? Has yeah. it been washed? It's been... What do you think? <laughs> get, get your armpit out of my face! <laughs> yes, it's been oh. washed. No, like you could. I did the whole sleeve and up my nose there. <laughs> yes, it gets washed. I wait for four or five days. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Anyway, the drag artist thing was down to... I don't know if I've already told the story on here. No, watch which. When you Tell had that fight at Bradford, and uh, there was a whole melee of people, and all you could oh, see that, was yeah. the lad that you were beating up. You saw him crawling out from underneath <laughs> the melee, and then you just dragged him straight back in again. That's why the drag artist uh, thing yeah. comes along. So it's not... It's not the is, that, is that what you were thinking of? No, no I was thinking more... Uh, I was thinking more big bouffon, lipstick... A nice, a nice, what's it, like a wedding dress type of thing. <laughs> Obviously, I've like, got the high five for nothing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it's it. Definite. I think we should we should um, cover last week's business. Anyway, so uh, just, a, just a couple of emails. I mean, fact checking. Oh, fact oh, checker. I've got a good fact checked. I've yeah. got a good fact check. Um, okay, so first of all, fact checker. This is from fact checker 2. Ooh, two fact checkers We've got now. two fact checkers. Um, testes do have taste receptors, but these aren't actually the same as taste buds, apparently. They're not linked to the taste centre in your brain, and you can't actually taste with them. They're actually used for keeping tabs on how much testosterone and sperm to produce. Also, think about it. Do you ever sit in the bath and taste the soap? Yours sincerely, fact checker too. Good point, I know about the technique. Weird, seriously. I like it. I like it. I like it. Grimbo, well, what do you want about being able to taste onions with your hands? And also, you need to Google what osmosis is because it is not a method of taste. I just think that when I'm cutting onions, Uh I can kind of taste the onions through my fingers and me. (laughs) Do you know? Do you know? I don't know. Yeah, but. Doing a sort of a dance. Why do you, why do you explain that doesn't help at all? We need to do a video for this, don't we? <laughs> and you with your big dress. <laughs> yeah, with your big dress. <laughs> and you know what? And, and the best fact check, uh, actually, Jeff told me. Jeff phoned me up. Mm-hmm. Jeff phoned oh, me up. He didn't just... No, no, he no, phoned me up phoned. on this one. I was on the toilet at the time, uh-huh. appropriately enough, and um, he said, right, when you get in front of your computer, don't touch it, phone me. So I got in front of my computer and I phoned him and he says, right, now go to Google. I went to Google. He says, Google frenulum. Uh-huh. Google frenulum. Do you know what a frenulum is? No, I have no idea. Oh. No, only what, what, what you told me. Well, there's lots of people now think the frenulum is this. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's what is colloquially called your banjo string. <laughs> is that is it? Yes. Is it? Yeah. That's your frenulum. Well, don't get snot there. Oh, God, can you imagine? <laughs> so, yeah, so when I googled Freddie, oh my God, the pictures that come up. <laughs> oh, nightmare. So, anyway, that's what your frenulum is. This is called your filtrum. Filtrum, that's where you've got the confusion that's there. That's where the filtrum frenulum. Mm. Oh, thank God, I'm not a doctor. Mm. Right. <laughs> oh, yes, you've got a problem with your frenulum. That's going to have to come off. <laughs> Ooh, I've just withdrawn there, mate. <laughs> Don't even want to think about it. You've got an innie now, have you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> What you got? Um, oh, something else new from last week, right? Or the last podcast, however, however you're listening to these, was when I went. Paul died in the car crash. Paul died in the oh, shit, car yeah, yeah. crash. Right, however, then what's yeah. all that about? So do you definitely, absolutely, I'm going to clue what you're talking about. 
Paul McCartney died in a car crash in 19... I've got all the details. I've got the details here. He died on the 9th of November, 1966. Mm-hmm. In a car crash. And he was replaced by... by, by a lookalike called Billy Shears. So did you not know this? Well, I do. I did know that he was yeah. supposed to have been... And incredible they found somebody else in Liverpool who looked exactly the same as him. Who was well, he, was also actually, he was actually the winner of a, of a Paul McCartney lookalike contest. Oh, my <laughs> Like, on the cover of... On, oh, I don't know this song, mind, right? I do, but there's a song apparently called Glass Onion. Okay. And on the song Glass Onion, John Lennon sings, Here's a clue for you all. Paul's the walrus. And if you look at the cover of I Am The Walrus, Paul is in black and facing the other way. Oh. Yeah, see, and that's, of course on, uh, that's definitely proof, isn't it? On the album cover for Abbey Road, he's the only one not got shoes on. Yes. So well, what more definitive proof could Yeah, well, hang on, I've got that written down here. Um, there was John who was in white. Uh-huh. He was a priest. Oh, right. Because priests famously wear white, don't they? Yeah, of course. Um, then... I think it was George was a mourner. He was all in black. Mm-hmm. No, Ringo was the mourner. Right. Then Paul was barefooted. He was the corpse. Yes. And then... Because corpse is a bit famously... Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, course. Don't put it's all on. coming together. <laughs> and then... And then George was the... Uh, was all in denim. And he was the grave digger. Well, what more proof could you and need? Then, and then, on top of... They're just piling it on here mm-hmm. on um, Sergeant Peppers. If you look on the cover, there's a few clues on Sergeant Peppers, but the main one is they have a, a, a guitar, a left-handed guitar. That's a wreath. And he plays left-handed bass, didn't he, Paul McCartney? Well, he still does. <laughs> well, no, they, they look like obviously had the... Learn how to do it, how to play left you know what? I mean, I love a good conspiracy, but that is bullshit. <laughs> Never. You do reckon? Know, do you know, the only conspiracy theory I believe in is the whole Diana one. Like, well, because I think because she didn't have a seatbelt on, didn't she? No, apparently not. Well, there you go. Well, apparently, my brother told us that. <laughs> we know what he's like, don't we? <laughs> wanted to win a car and he didn't even get the question right <laughs> it was two weeks too late with the answer yeah, yeah well I think what we should do now in the podcast is add that recording to the podcast alright him berating me saying I want this car where's my fucking car like <laughs> I want my car and want it here tomorrow <laughs> sharpish bless him <laughs> So that's a Paul McCartney theory. And yeah. there is a line in the song when you play it backwards, says, Paul died in a car crash. I don't know what song it's in. But there was like, there's actually, if you go on the internet, there's pages and pages of stuff oh, and like little clues that it, it, he was like, oh, he's in that picture, look, before he died, he used to part his hair on the right. Afterwards, every photo after that date, it's parted on the left. Definitive. Ah, I just randomly wrote something down the other day. Have you ever had? This is nothing to do with Paul with Paul McCartney, right? This is something totally different. Have you ever had a pork scratching with a nipple on it? I think I'd probably be sick. I don't know why, but I think I'd like it would freak me out no end. Oh, it does. It definitely does. I was in the club, and in the bag. Took it out, just about to shove it in me fat face. <laughs> How do you know it was a nipple? Well, what else would it be? I mean, I'd imagine they don't look like nipples, what we like, what you and I have. They, they do, they're just not coloured. Did they, they have Montgomery uh, <laughs> glands? <laughs> <laughs> our, our software is installed in an abattoir. It was, it? donkey's years ago. And one of the first bits of equipment that we ever come across was a thing called a groin scraper. And that's one of the first things they do to the pig is the scrape off its groin, all of its underbelly, and that's what makes pork scratch. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. There's nipples there. Yeah, well, there'll be nipples there, and just... That's just rank. 
You would think they would just go, I've had a one with the tattoo on as well. Oh. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Mum and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but because they tattoo the pigs, don't they? Yeah. They tattoo the pigs. Just see oh. Like, well, it. In fact, if if we ever get a joint of meat, a joint of pork, like a pork or a piece of belly pork for Sunday at dinner, and it's actually got the tattoo on, Diane always wants to cut it off and I'm going to leave it on so I can have the bit with the tattoo on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wish you haven't called me six size yet, by the way. <laughs> Oh, you'll not say the thing with the um, Harry Hill at Christmas where he had all the all the glasses on the thing. <laughs> Changed glasses for different things. That's a great idea. Take a dial. Yeah, you think a dial? Oh, that's a brilliant idea. That is. So a helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we people, can't, saying, people can't see what we're doing. We shouldn't be saying this on there. We should be like straight on the patent office with this. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't we? So you're wearing a helmet and attached mm-hmm. to the helmet is like a series of glasses mm-hmm. and you just dial the glasses in which one you want, whatever you're you doing. Want. Like, kind of like bifocals, but much more elaborate. Yeah. Much more Heath Robinson. Who's Heath Robinson? Oh, you don't know who Heath Robinson is? I've, I've recognised the name, but I don't know it's who. He's basically used, just used to create and design way over the top gadgets. Un- totally unnecessarily <laughs> elaborate. You're like a curly whirly when all you need is a Freddo. Nah, there's something. No! That, that's bullshit, that! Definite, because. A curly whirly is different toffee to a friend. Okay, that I just couldn't in that moment couldn't think of a toffee, which is the same as well, a curly don't, whirly don't toffee. Don't diss the curly whirly, because hey, I'll, nobody likes a curly whirly more than me. Aye. they are they are very elaborate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the well, obviously that is just uh, so there isn't as much material in them. We've segued purely by chance <laughs> into something I wanted to talk about. Oh, have I? Yes, I've got a gift for you. Hold on. What's it? A what? A gift. A gift. Oh, this is, this is a bag here, people. And it, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Capri's cream egg. Easter egg. Easter egg. Why the fuck can I buy an Easter egg in January? That's not from yeah. last year. I bought that. In January. Oh, yeah, it's in all the shops. What? In January? Do you know what? I think it's that they do that just to punish me because they know I have this thing about Easter eggs. I can't resist buying Easter eggs. Yes, I'll go to Tesco now and I'll, and I'll buy like two or three Easter Yeah, eggs. because the chocolate's different. It is different. It is it's different. different in Easter eggs than it is in bars of chocolate. Oh, excuse me. See, you, you were going to ban me from... from no, what I've said is if you're going to burp, you might as well do it properly. I'm on air. You can't be doing things like that. Yeah, I'm now pointing the egg. <laughs> Easter egg. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, there's probably a way more chocolate in a bar of chocolate oh, that weighs yeah. the same as that. Yes. But that tastes way better. But Tesco's reduced the price of their eggs down to like a pound and one pound fifty. And I, I seriously, I've gone in and bought like 15 eggs before. <laughs> and then sat, then sat outside in the car park and ate them all. And then cry on the way home. Yeah. Oh, the amount of chocolate remorse I go through. You know, like this whole um, depression thing. Mm-hmm. I'll seriously, I'll, I'll eat tons of chocolate and then spend the next hour like feeling really sorry for myself. <laughs> Why did chocolate supposed to fill you with like endorphins and make you feel Whoa. good? I feel shit when I've eaten so much chocolate, but I can't. Yeah, stop but you're it. not supposed to eat fifteen bleeps. I know you're not supposed to, but I'm a fucking idiot. But like, I, you just, I just, it's like an addiction. I can't help it. If I've got chocolate there, it has to be eaten. I'll, I'll, I'll buy like two packs of McVitie's digestives mm-hmm. and eat them. I won't eat them all in one go. But, I mean, they won't last oh, like two days. Oh, it's lush. Well, don't add to my fucking problems. <laughs> um, the ah, oh, what, what are they called? What are they called? Ah, oh, you know the biscuits I'll, that are like the, 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 the biscuits that are um, it's like <laughs> weedy, weedy, knobbly, like hobnobs. 
Hobnob. Oh, for fuck's yes. sake. All that to get Hobnob. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think what they were called. Yes, but Aldi's... Oh, ver- you know, like the Aldi Nobbly and Hobbly and, Al- <laughs> and like... Nobbly and Hobbly. <laughs> the Aldi version with chocolate on. All right. Oh, man. Well, bring me some next week. I could just... Because I don't, I don't go to Aldi. Do you not? Nah, it's too... Yeah. I don't like the car park. <laughs> I really don't like the car park. The parking spaces are too small. The food's absolutely gorgeous, but yeah, I don't like the car park. Not the car park. No, no. You are some sort of weird person, you might not. Do you know what? I refuse to go to there to there until they make the car park spaces. <laughs> They're losing my business. Talk, oh, talking about supermarkets. <laughs> I'll probably cut this bit out, but I actually emailed Tesco customer complaints department on Sunday mm-hmm. about the fact that they never have any uncut loaves after five o'clock. And I got a reply the next morning. Yeah. Somebody from Tesco saying, oh, I'm really sorry about that. And we'll, I'll see what we can do. And, and did I, you say, did you say, did you say, and you know, I'm quite a famous podcaster. I, did, I didn't say that. I didn't you say that. But what there would have been, been, been a Tesco van outside now yeah. unloading bread. Um, <laughs> while I was on the phone with this guy I kind of realised how sad and Victor Meldrew the whole thing was scenario and I actually said to the guy I says I realised this is like the most first world problem in the world. I says but sometimes I just come home from work and have my spice and I want an uncut loaf and you've never got any and he's like oh yeah yeah Mr Allen we, uh, we fully, I fully sympathise with you I totally understand you and I'm thinking you're laughing at me behind under your breath you, there's a gang of people around your phone <laughs> Just hold the line a minute, Mr. Allen. Quick, put it on speaker. <laughs> Everybody in the office like that. Oh, shut up, man. Shut up. That's typical. I love a good complaint, though. Do you not like a good complaint? The best one I've ever heard is the bloke phoned up about his pizza. I think it was Tesco again. Phoned up about the pizza because there was no topping on it. <laughs> was it upside down or something? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Proper, like went to town on the last one. I'm very sorry. Can you come back? And- are they, are they, was it on Danny Bigger where the guy who'd um, complained to Argos because someone had thrown an Argos catalogue through his window? So he phoned Argos and complained. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's oh, mint. That. Did you? Did your? Did your mum used to get have a catalogue? Like a yeah, little like case catalogue. Case catalogue. Little yes, catalogue. Just say that when you put it down. If you like, put it down on the spine. Uh-huh. Not like put it down flat. If you put it down on the spine, mm-hmm. did yours flop open to the women's underwear section? My, well, mine would be the toys or the gadgets. Yeah, you being me being like that. <laughs> but yours would open up to the yeah, which is open. Mine open would open up to the open up. To, if you like, put it down and let go of it. It would just flop open to the women's underwear. <laughs> I'm surprised the pages weren't stuck together. <laughs> Very well, could have been. <laughs> so anyway, Easter eggs in January. Nah, not having it. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be allowed. You know what I would do if I was you? I'm thinking about writing. Seriously, who do I write, seriously, who do I I would write to? Seriously, no email Tesco. Oh, it's Cadbury's is the problem, isn't it? Tesco, not Tesco's. Well, yeah, that's a thing. Get on the Cadbury's. Mm-hmm. Get them and tell them we're very famous podcasters. Yeah, and. If they want to, like, ease the conscience that can get us in and let us have a look around the factory. <laughs> oh, can you imagine me in a chocolate oh, factory? Oh, it'd be amazing. Like Willy Wonka. I'd definitely be one of the kids that got killed <laughs> by jumping into the vat of chocolate. <laughs> oh, man, what is this? Mm. I've got loads of things I want to go through, right? So, come on, then. I want to talk about memes. Because in the first ever podcast we did, you took exception to the whole yes. concept what the of memes. No, the pictures, animated pictures, or just pictures. Why are they called memes? What the hell is wrong with people? Get a grip of your life. So why I've actually needed, why do you need another name for it? So uh, I've actually got some memes to show you. Yes, but, but, but. come on then. Right. So I tell you what I'm, what I'm going to do is on, I'm going to show you a picture. Mm-hmm. which is a meme without any writing on. And then you describe what you're looking at and then tell me what you think mm-hmm. the meme's about. So we'll start off with that one. Jean-Luc Picard 
waving his hand at somebody with uh, him with a with a rugby bald head in the background. Right. So what do you think that means about? Be like, oh come on. Oh wow. <laughs> well done. Yes, that's I right. think you're a bit of a meme. It literally says, "Oh come on." Eh? Yes. So the memes, memes is like um, it's the new way for millennials and Generation Z to communicate without. Ge- oh, see, there's another Generation Z. What the hell is that about? Well, you're a boomer. You're a boomer. I'm a Generation X. Yeah, because I'm a baby boomer. You are a baby boomer. I, you I was are, yeah, born yeah. in the. I was sort of after <clears throat> the war. Just after the war. After the war. Which one? The, the, like the, the, <laughs> the, the American war. Civil War. <laughs> but yeah, so it's how it's how millennials and Generation Z communicate. They don't need to speak anymore. They just send each other memes between each other. If they've got, so they basically have a whole conversation just by sending memes to each other. Well, that's just shit. Yeah, what happened to conversation? What, 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 what? Do do podcasts? That's the way. Yeah, you that's the way forward. Podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> So I just wanted. I thought I've got to cheat me like tell somebody to put the phone down because I like I'm I'm terrible for a what's it called? Is it double screening? I don't know what that is. When you're sitting with your phone, uh-huh. doing stuff on your phone, but you're also watching the telly as well. At the oh same time. God! I mean, that's if you come in this house any time and there's like oh, I bet all, I bet all four of you are sitting there like that. I'm not. I'm sitting. I'm sitting judging everybody else. I <laughs> right. I am like. The missus will be on the sofa, connecting like three or four red dots to three or four other red dots. What? She'll be playing something like Candy Crush or something like that. Oh, right. And then um, the little one will be on like, <laughs> like, a, like a sniper type person. She'll be communicating <laughs> with her friends via memes. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like sat there tutting and judging. Oh, yeah, I'm so terrible, terrible for double screening. Double screening? Double screening. Well, you do, so what do you do on your phone while you're... Well, you've got like you know, yeah, just like the, for the past three, four weeks, look for shit to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> you're doing a cracking job, mate. <laughs> look for shit to talk about. Uh, okay, <laughs> I think I think it's time for some agony ants. We've had um, oh, we've had any more emails. For, we've uh, had we've had an agony ant. So um, here's a one from somebody called Phil McCavity. <laughs> I'm sure that's a real name. Hey guys, I could really do with your help and advice. I suffer from a rare phobia and it's no laughing matter. Public sphincter, I shit you not. The thought of going for a poo in a public place makes the old sphincter tighter than a good old constrictor knot. Any suggestions on making the hoop play ball when it comes to the drop, dropping the brown bombs? Thanks in advance. Phil. Which isn't me, by the way. No, it's not you. Well, it might be you. No, it wasn't. It definitely me. not me. Oh, crap. Anyway, me. Well, that's not helpful. That's just rubbing his nose in it. <laughs> oh, that Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> rubbing your nose in it. Do you know if you're a dog and you just like, if you're a puppy and you just shit on the floor and the old fashioned no, way you deal with no, it? No, because you didn't do that with. Not with a shit. Well, I don't bloody know. I've never had a dog. I'm not surprised they wouldn't let you have one. <laughs> oh, so you don't you don't do it with poop? You only do it no, with... No, you do it with wee. Can this be classed as um, as Turner Jones as a poop corner? <laughs> well, I think we will. I think we'll... we'll because we're, and we're doing that and, you know... Oh, well, let's do the jingle. Right. Indian feline Grimbo, welcome you to their Nigerness poop corner. Okay, that's the jingle done. <laughs> Tell you what's really good for loosening your stool is like a fright, a good scare. So yeah, what we need that to do always is it puzzles me that. So if you're really, really bunged up, and yet, and you turd, for want of a better word, it's like proper solid, like a house brick. And then really, the only way to get it out would be to dig it out with a stick. Okay. <laughs> How would a fright soften that up? It if does the air's already got to it and dried it out. It does though, doesn't it? I don't know. Well, how, was, how does or that... Has it how... anything behind that? Behind the blockage? But that's, that's how that works. So, you could go laxative. Which... Is it laxative or... 
Is that a so laxative? Is that a drink one, or are they both called laxatives? I, I, I really don't. This is this is not helping his problem because I mean I'm, I'm presuming he knows about this. I can't believe he got to the age of whatever it is, and then not being aware of what a laxative is. So I don't think that's his problem. I think it's more fundamental than that. Well, you can always dig it out with a stick. Dig it out with a stick. I think having someone scare him regularly. Uh-huh. Uh, like if he needs to go to the toilet at say a half eight o'clock in the morning. He just needs to arrange for someone to come and like scare him at like five to eight. <laughs> so presumably, <laughs> if that happens every morning, it'll be expected. Uh, yeah, uh, I see. It will work a couple of times. Change your diet. Diet, like totally change your diet. Yeah. So you're like no longer eating regular food. You're just eating curries, uh, chilies, soup. I don't know. Curries, chilies. Yeah. And that's what. Hey, I tell you what, a good chili and. Apart from the wind, the wind's terrible, and it's rank. But phew, you can you can't hold on to it. Would you want to hold on to it? <laughs> you've got you've got to let it go at the first opportunity you get. So I think that's probably covered that. I think and, we've covered that. And stop trying to look at the <laughs> where where the email has came from <laughs> to work out who it is. <laughs> We were at Phil McCavity. All oh, right. Something you said last week about um, being eaten by a lion. Oh, yeah. And then we sort of skated over it and started to talk about other stuff. Mm. But how? Why? Why would you be frightened I don't know, by a lion? I don't know how we got there or where we went afterwards. But I was thinking about if you were attacked by a dog or something like a dog. Yes, because we were talking about me being bitten by a dog. Right. Why would surely the answer would be to poke its eyes out? Mm-hmm. So if you've if you've got like a, a Rottweiler uh-huh. or a pit bull who grabbing onto your arm like this, plop, literally get your thumb right in there. Surely it's going to apparently not. Oh, okay. Apparently, I don't know this for sure, but apparently any animal that has a a proper hard bite on it, you stick your thumb up its arse. And it'll let go. If it's, if it's a lion, right? You you ain't going to be able to get your hand round. Do <laughs> you? You ain't going to be able to give that lion a reach around there. Nah, I mean, have you seen the size of them? And even if it's a big dog, if it's a big dog, a Rottweiler's going to hold your arm here. How are you supposed to like just like come here? Here, Fido, Fido, <laughs> round here, round here. And then just keep still, keep still. And then, oh, you ready? Yep. And, you know, and did you say a finger or thumb? I either, either I, I thought. don't think it's like a Rottweiler. I don't think it's even going to notice if you stuck your thumb up. I think it would. No, I'm not sure. I think the the, the eyes. The I eyes. don't think it would let go. I think well, that would just make it make it angrier. Yeah. Or what's it going to do? Bite you even more. It's Bite already you got your bloody, It's already got your your head in its mouth. What would you when you were looking at these two animals? Which would you think by? Not by intelligence, by look alone. Which one would you think would be the most dangerous? A hippo or a rhino? Well, a rhino's got a big spike, isn't it? Wouldn't you? A rhino's like a, hi- like a unicorn cross with a hippo, isn't it? Uh-huh. Wouldn't you think you would look and you would think... <clears throat> and is that, not, is that not right? No. Hippos kill more people than crocodiles. Do you know... <laughs> <laughs> I have another fact for you. Do you know more people are killed by vending machines than sharks? Fuck off. Vending machines kill more people than sharks. Well, it must be true know, then. Did you know a hippo's mug's pink? I didn't. Apparently. I, but I, I didn't know vending machines could swim. Good point. <laughs> a king cobra has enough venom in it to kill an elephant. That doesn't surprise me. I don't find that yeah, surprising. It, no, think about it. Yeah, I think... I, but poison, I by, poison's poisonous, though, isn't it? I mean, like a t- tiny little... Poison's poisonous. Well, it is. A tiny little drop is, is enough to kill someone. So, like, a, 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 a snake can, like, eject, like, a, a, yeah, cup, a to... cup full of fucking poison. No, a cup full. Oh, a, a, small, a small cup. <laughs> it's like... 
Yeah, but it has to truly replenish it. Like an egg cup. Like an egg cup. Yeah, like, no, I don't, think it, I don't think it's only like a teaspoon. Oh, even a teaspoonful, it's still like a lot of poison, isn't it? Yeah, but have you seen the size of a fucking elephant? An elephant's huge. I know, a bull it elephant it doesn't need huge. a lot of poison. It just because just you're a big animal doesn't mean you need a lot of poison to kill yeah, you. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Because if you're bigger, you have more blood, so that poison is going to be more diluted. The golden poison dart frog has enough poison in it to kill 10 people. That's a frog. You don't seem shocked by it or... I'm not because is... like, poison is like poisonous. You can... <laughs> that's, that's like the idea of it. Do you know like, you know Botox that they, mm-hmm. that they put in like, yeah. people's faces and that? You know that comes from like the... The, the bow of a tox fly. Bot- the botulism, it comes from like a botulism, it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. But if like a, something like a thimble full of that uh-huh. inside like an Olympic sized swimming pool, then. The swimmers will all look great. <laughs> <laughs> They'll all come out looking really surprised. <laughs> like Simon Cowell on that advert. Have you seen him on that advert? Yeah, wow. What was he thinking? Why do they think this looks good? <laughs> Sharon Osbourne. Oh my God! Don't talk about Sharon Osbourne. I hate that woman. Um, oh. No, but if you if you put like a, a thimble full of mm-hmm. Botox into an Olympic-sized swimming pool, then a thimble full of the water out of that swimming pool would is enough to kill like ten thousand people. Yeah, it's it's the most poisonous substance known to man. So you're talking about this why are they injecting it in the faces? It's diluted like a million times. Is it? Yeah. And it basically kills the muscles. That's literally what it's doing. It's killing the muscle, which is why they can't do that. Because it kills the muscle. <laughs> I have to tell you that Graham's lifting his eyebrows up and down. Because, mm. <laughs> like, just saying, because you can't do that, there's very little for a podcast. <laughs> Back to biting. You know when you were saying about a shark biting you? Mm. A bear can bite a ball and ball and half. A bear can bite a bowling ball in half. Yes. It oh. can crush a bowling ball with its jaws. That's wow. some power, that, isn't that's it? Im- that's impressive. How they know that, I have no idea. I presume they, like, tested the biting strength of a bear and then thought, oh... As opposed to like saying... As opposed to like just giving the bear Here, ball and ball. Yogi, Yogi, fight on that, fight on that. <laughs> this ain't no picnic. <laughs> Paddington, come here a minute. Just fill that. If you fill the picnic basket up with like ball and balls, Yogi would like get one out. And try and it. He wouldn't do that. He's smarter than the average bear. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> I've got a question. But like... Go somewhere else and tell these stupid facts. I've got some facts. How was it? All right, if you sorry, I've got some facts. Okay, let's just do one of them. You can do a few if you like. Can I? Mm -hmm. Do you know the average cloud weighs five hundred tons? Don't be ridiculous. That's just that's just bullshit. That. Well, for five hundred, the average cloud weighs five hundred tons. Yeah. You think they would just like drop like a stone, wouldn't you? By like something that weighs 500 tons, mm-hmm. crashing into this, crushing people and wrecking houses yeah. and that. They're quite big and they're made of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're up there. They're floating. <laughs> they are floating. But so, they don't float, do they? they? They fall. Only when the temperature reaches the proper yeah. temperature. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so that's an interesting little fact now, wasn't it? 500 tons. 500 tons. That's, I think that's just, I think that's made up. So, but, how are you sort of saying, yes, that is a cloud? So, are you, like, if if there's a big, massive cloud, uh-huh. and then it has a tiny little spindly bit that oh, no, joins well, onto another cloud, well, is that two clouds, or is that one cloud? I think you have to use your discretion a bit, don't you? So I'm looking at the sky now, there's a cloud up there, isn't there? I don't know. I'm facing away next, from the wind. Next to me shed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not going to be worth, worth. That's not going to be 500 tons worth of cloud there. Well, apparently sure. it is. 
I would say maybe it's that one across there, across the horizon. See that that one could be even more because that's further away. It's going to be bigger, isn't it? Look at me! Look at me! Hang on, you've seen Father Ted, haven't you? I was just going to see. You're looking puzzled by the fact that that might be bigger because it's Ooh, further away. Further away. This is small. This one's far away. <laughs> right, I want to give a fun employed. I'm going to pick out a random job for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to pick out four random. Let them goons this week. Let skills. Them and I want you to tell me why. You'll be suitable for this job with those particular skills. Right. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Sweet, mm-hmm. I understand that you're applying for our, the job we have as a ninja. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Because I know, I know all about being a ninja. Because okay. the grandson does karate. Okay, well, there you go. So you'll be good at a ninja. Oh, definitely, definitely. And then tell me how, how these particular... You've written down on your application form that you're shallow. <laughs> yeah. So why, is, why is that a, a, a perk to being a ninja? Because you don't want to be seen. So you want to keep low, oh, low, low, and very good. Yeah, you very want to good. keep low and poo. Mm-hmm. So you're like, wow. Yeah, I get <laughs> it, I get it, I get it. And what, and what about uh, your Italian accent? Is that going to be useful? Hey, gringo. What? Gringo? All right, so you're Mexican Italian. <laughs> Mexican Italian, yeah, yeah. Mexican Italian ninja. Gringo, hey. <laughs> no. I can't believe gringo was your go to expression for an Italian. No, that's just Mediterranean. <laughs> and um, and you do erectile dysfunction. <laughs> your erectile dysfunction. Because when you're using, when you're wearing these ninja suits, uh-huh. they're just very thin satin. The last thing you want to get is excited when you're, the last thing you when you're on a mission. Uh, it's a boner on it's a mission. Gonna, oh, yeah, you're gonna like, you're gonna be like all stealthy and turn around and knock something over. Yeah, yes. You're in a china shop. That's a very good, very good point. What about um, the fact that you're emotionally hollow? (laughs) Because if you're a ninja and you're like ninjaing people, ninja, right? Is that the correct phrase? Ninja, ninja, yeah, yeah. If you're ninjaing people, you don't want to be. Whoa, you don't want to be. Yeah. Emotionally attached to these people that you're going to ninja, you want to just like get in there, get them ninjaed without the horn, <laughs> just ninjaed, boom, and out. That's it. Oh, I have to give you the job, Mr. Right, thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I've got the job. I'm, I'm over the moon. <laughs> you know, officially a ninja. <laughs> yeah. I want to play a bit of a game. How on. Oh, it's it, not, 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 not. Have you given up on the musical one? For this week. Oh, break right. for this week. This week. And so, did you know, speaking of music, did you know if you put a CD in the fridge, it sounds better? Depends who's on the CD. <laughs> <laughs> Depends whose song it is. And if it's like One Direction, then absolutely mm. it's going to sound better. <laughs> no, Putting a CD in the fridge makes the musical quality on the CD better. What's the science there? I have no fucking idea, but scientists have tested it. Oh, see? They should be curing cancer, shouldn't they? <laughs> shouldn't they? Instead of fucking choking kestrels on fucking fruit parcels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, I'm going to give my uh, game a rest this week, and I want to play this. Oh. It's, you know, it's a typical thing where I'm going to play you like a, a second of a song and you've got to tell me what song oh, it is. Oh, right. Well, you used to, me and you used to play this all the time. Right. Well, the people at home can play this as well. Mm-hmm. The, the viewers can play this. The viewers. The viewers can play this. Which and reminds if, us. Just, just a video for you for a few seconds talking. You're going to video me? Yeah. <sighs> Why would anybody want to see that? So people go to TikTok and... So you're, on, you're on TikTok. You're the, last, you're the last person in the world that's going to be on TikTok. I had no idea what TikTok was. It was just somebody said on the internet, find us on TikTok. I thought, oh, that'll do me. Well, I, 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 I'm going to play... I'm going to play... I'm going to play some songs, like a little section of a few songs, okay? And um, you're going to have to tell me what the songs are, all right? You must know that one. Yeah, that's Correct. Okay, next one. This is going to be shit if you just know them all. This <laughs> At least pretend you're like you. Right, come on. Okay. 
songs do you know that start how many mega famous songs do you know start with rain no it's a song you absolutely heard you may well have even played on your wireless oh and i'm not convinced it was ever released as a single one out of four doing really ever so well you ready david bobby the man who fell earth something like that what what was the song titled man who felt man who fell earth no you're kind of on the right track mm, david bobby's it's the dm Anyway, I don't know. Okay. Well, you, so you're, you're that, uh, right? one out of five. Mm -hmm. Doing ever so well. And the last one you'll ever get. Anyway, I might actually might be this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get lost! That's it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I reckon you probably got like two out of... Two and a half. Some hard ones there, like... I think it's time that you and I come clean to our wives about what happened one night about 20 years ago. <laughs> what, what's the time when, when things have got to be like you can't like prosecute somebody for that after so many years? The, the, this is over 20 years ago this happened, so oh, we, can't, we can no longer be in trouble for this, can we? No. Can we? I don't think so. So the story is that I was in Blackpool with my wife and kids about 20 odd years ago. And so was I. <laughs> but we didn't, neither of us knew we no. were there. Mm. And then we lit, literally randomly bumped into each other yeah. on, the, on the main uh, strip at promenade. Blackpool. The promenade right. at Blackpool. And like, mm. bloody hell, blah, blah, what are you doing? What are you mm. doing now? Just blah, blah, blah. I was in a caravan. You were in a caravan not a million miles away from right. where we were. And we're like, do you fancy going out for a, a couple of beers tonight? So, as it is, my kids were, like, really small, mm -hmm. so um, so my missus was like, well, I'll just, you just go out and I'll just mm -hmm. stay here. Same as mine, same as mine. With the kids. So, we went out and we had a couple of beers, and then we had, like, probably a couple more beers. But, I mean, we, we, we were absolutely smashed by the end of the night. Oh, God, and we, I. And we ended up somehow in a strip club, uh -huh. didn't we? Yeah. And we were in there for an hour or two, mm -hmm. and then... Probably at about 1am in the morning, we thought we should probably head back. Uh, we should probably walk back. Seeing that we're, like both are, we're on different caravan yes. sites. <laughs> but we were thinking, oh shit, you know what it is? When we get back, we're going to stink of beer and perfume. All right, from the strip club. So what right. are we going to do to rectify this? And I had a brainwave. <laughs> why, do we, why don't we go to a chip shop and like splash some vinegar on ourselves? So the smell of the vinegar will overpower the uh -huh. smell of the beer and the perfume. Uh -huh. So we did that. We like bit, literally, literally, <laughs> we were like chips. Squirting each other with vinegar. <laughs> and I just imagine when we got home, we must have stank of beer, perfume and vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean do that shit? It absolutely stinks. Oh, we must have smelled absolutely rank. <laughs> so for a while, we called you Vinegar Phil. <laughs> Well, I feel much better. That's on my chest. Yeah, now. Yeah. Twenty years after that's been bottled up. Has it? Yeah. Have you ever booked seats on a train? I've yeah. Yeah, reserved, reserved your seats. Yeah. Yeah. My son Chris decided they were going to France on holiday. They were going to Disneyland. They were going to go on the. They went on a Eurostar. So he gets on the train, and somebody's sitting in his seat. Mm -hmm. Got booked seats. Seats in the air. In our seat. No, no, these are the people in the seats went. No, no, these are reserved for us. No, no, they're not. Look, I've got, I've got a ticket, and it says on my ticket. I don't know what number it is. Ear one and ear two. Oh, right. So a massive stand-up row with the people. 
and eventually the people move. Because oh, Chris is not like a tiny little kid. He's kind of a big bloke. So eventually the people move. And so him and Ashley sit down on the seats. And they just like sit down and say, this is our seat, year one, year two. And he just happens to look at the date on the fucking ticket. Oh, and it's nah. the fucking day before. <laughs> <laughs> He'd already gone on the fucking train on the wrong day. <laughs> oh God. Probably like fucking bollocked the people who were sitting in his seat. But how did they get through like reception and everything? I'd... Well, Chris did. Oh, Chris fucking all the way in. on the tickets on the wrong day from Newcastle all the way to fucking France with tickets that were the wrong for the wrong day. And then when they got to France, they knew where to fucking steer. That's all the day early. Would you like a joke? How are them? Oh, I'm letting you joke there. I know. <laughs> the police came round last night and told me my dogs were chasing people on bikes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I says, oh, I don't even think my dogs have got bikes. Take <laughs> the fucking bike over then. <laughs> I've been told crocodiles can grow up to 15 feet, but never seen one with more than four. <laughs> I like that, that's good, like so the, what was the last tech you bought that was well, absolutely fucking useless? This microphone. No, another one. Microphone <laughs> from the two fucking... Yeah. I bought some um, Apple ear pods. Mm-hmm. And I bought some new ear things for that go in your ear. Oh, right. And they literally they just don't fit together. It's like... A, I don't like of, them rubber things on your, ear, on your earphones. Well, these are supposed... The trouble is that they fall out of your ears. So I bought some ones that are supposed to not fall out of your ears. But um, they just literally don't work together. And I'm in communication with this Chinese guy at the minute to get my £3 back. (laughs) (laughs) But the the address, the address I'm going to send these things back is, uh, it's um, a house with a thing at the top, a circle with a cross in the middle, a picture of something that looks like a flower, and then... How does that work? I don't know. How? Like, like, if you you write that on an envelope, all them little squiggly... I'm not dissing the way the Chinese and the Japanese write or anything, right? But if you wrote that on the envelope and put it in a post box here, yeah. How is, is it going to get the chance? Yeah. So uh, is there somebody at the sorting depot at Chester? The postman. Like, the postman's looking for it. So there's the address I've got to send it to. You're kidding me. So Graham at the minute is showing me an address. Can you just can you describe describe the top line? The top line is. Sort of a face with dangly ears, a face with dangly ears and a two-tier hat. Then there's two lines with a sort of what can only be described as like a bucket off a JCB. <laughs> the third one is a dick being slapped by a ruler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, was that being? Yeah, and it, then you've got, and the next line is even like, what? <laughs> then you've got like. Oh, the second line's pretty easy, isn't it? That's, um. Back to That's back, like, it's an axe. A P and a nine. Back it's an axe. To, yeah. Oh, it's P and a nine back to front, yeah. 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 That's just like a. a, a w. That's a bucket with a, with a handle which goes right inside. Mm-hmm. This is. But like, <laughs> look at this! <laughs> a random six in the middle. <laughs> Do you know what a uh, microwave is called in Welsh? It's called a ping, pingly pop. A ding? A ding. A ding. I'm sure that's correct. Two lines and then you've got like a star with Why a little... Why do I find it so funny that it's just a random six in the middle of Just a random six. Put I would print that in. out if I was you. I wouldn't write it. <laughs> oh no. Where's the fun in that? The fun is writing and trying to copy that. So, Lee Madge, mm-hmm. who's um, all day late breakfast show yes. we're both fans of. Yes. Did a thing when it's really annoying because he did a thing on his most recent podcast, which was out yesterday. I haven't listened to the, the new one yet. I have, and um, he discussed pet peeves, things that annoy you. Uh-huh. And the thing that annoys me most about anything, I think, is people in cinemas. People in cinemas piss me off. <laughs> general, just general, general, just generally, just generally, generally in the cinema on your own. This, I would love to be in the cinema on my own. I have uh, so many 
bad experiences in cinemas. I don't know why I go, but I do. People on their phones, people talking, people... Why do they sell popcorn and things in such loud bags? Why can't they think of a way to to like not bake the, the bags loud and crinkly? And it's just so many things. It's almost like it's designed to annoy you. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so... um. I was at the cinema a few years ago with uh, with my oldest daughter and we went to see a horror film. When the mistake we made was we went on a weekday when the schools were off. Mm-hmm. So we just sat watching this horror film in a cinema full of like 13-year-old school kids. Laughing and talking and giggling. And the whole point of going to see a horror film is you want to be scared. Yes, uh, you, you want to be scared. And it's difficult to get immersed in the scariness of it when there's like kids just like talking and laughing and giggling and anyway so I always get angrier and angrier and angrier and angrier and in the end I turn round in this fucking cinema halfway through film says will you lot just shut the fuck up <laughs> and I turned round and as soon as I did it I thought oh my god what have I just done and of course everybody starts laughing at us I start laughing at myself Sharon starts laughing at us I just made an absolute biggest fool of myself in the world <laughs> But I've got a friend who used to take a, a laser pointer to the cinema with him. And as soon as he saw someone in front of him would get their phone out, he would like shine the laser pointer at the phone. And of course the light would just... Like this. And huh? basically f- fill up the whole place. So of course this guy's on his phone like, checking his Facebook. And suddenly his phone just like becomes <laughs> this like... And he's like, oh shit. And of course he'd be looking around, but he won't no idea where, mm-hmm. the, where the beams come from. <laughs> like, oh god, yeah. So anyway, I mean, that's my biggest pet peeve is, um, is cinemas. I love going to the cinema, but I know for a fact there's going to be somebody, and it's got to the point where I'm like looking for it, I'm waiting for it, and that's probably makes it worse. <laughs> just, just, I'm like, on. okay, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Which one? Come on, set me off. Is it going to be the person behind me talking, the person in front of me on the phone, or both? <laughs> talking to each other on the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that proper annoys me at gigs when you go to see a band. Oh, people on the phones, and they spend the whole gig. Watching the gig mm-hmm. through the screen on the phone. No, you have the gig. Aye. Watch the band. I'll, I will get Forget my phone out and do a little video every once in a while, but I want the whole thing. Uh. I was at a Muse gig and it was a it was a fan club's fan club only mm-hmm. event. So the tickets were like rock and horse shit. I could have I bought two tickets for this gig, and I could have sold those tickets the, the day before the gig for fifteen hundred quid each. Uh. So that's how in demand. It wasn't like one of the Wembley gigs. This was in like an academy venue. And there's this young girl, probably like 13 or 14, who was stood, because it was standing only, she was stood in front of me the whole gig on her Instagram. But not just like video, and like literally just reading her Instagram. And I'm like, do you realise you could have sold your ticket here for mm-hmm. 1,500 quid and you could have bought yourself a new phone? We need to be wrapping this up. Do we? Yeah. I'm just looking Ooh, at right. the top there. Right, so this has been uh, Have You Heard This with me, Indian Phil, and Grimbo. And I think we're just about done for the. I think so. For, the, for this sesh. If anybody's got any um, uh, any requests or things they want us to talk about, things they want us not to talk about. <laughs> or if you want to answer the rest of the. or all of the tunes. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you want to. Get in touch. Well, well, how how would they get in touch with us? Chris? They can email podcast at haveyouheardthis.co.uk or they could go to the website haveyouheardthis.co.uk and fill a little form in. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.